didn't penetrate the intricate blend of plastic fibers, but each rabid sally sent him howling. The rest of Omega Team would be here soon, tromping down the halls. He heard the sound of teeth splintering. The sweepers were supposed to stay together. The lieutenant was firm about that, to prevent this very situation. But the last few blocks had been so quiet, they hadn't stuck to orders. Colson Whitehead, reading an excerpt from his new novel, Zone One. He tells Steve Paulson the book was inspired by a bad dream. I had some house guests out in Long Island. I guess I was in a bad mood. (laughs) So I I woke up one morning and I heard them chatting and making bacon. The only thing I could think was, can you guys leave? I want to be alone. And of course I invited them, so it would have been rude to say anything. And these are people I loved very much. Instead, I just willed myself back to sleep and had a dream. I was in my apartment in New York. I wanted to go into the living room, but I kept having this thought, have they swept out the zombies yet? (laughs) So I woke up and I thought, yeah, actually, that's sort of a logistical nightmare. How do you get the shambling dead out of the city when you want to restart civilization? They linger like house guests who won't leave. And I started working on the book that day. Wow. So what is it about zombies that, that you find scary? For me, it's the fear or the suspicion that everyone you know is really a monster underneath the veneer of civilization. So at any moment, your family or friends, the kindly shopkeeper down the street, could be transformed into the horrible creature they've always been. And so that was my interpretation. Obviously, I have psychological problems. <laughs> but I got a book out of it. So what are you going to do? Can you tell me about the storyline of your new book, Zone One? Going back to the dream, how do you clear out the zombies when things are trying to get back to normal? So the zombie apocalypse, the plague, has ravaged the world, but it's going away. It's run its course, and America is rebuilding society. There are settlement camps up and down the eastern seaboard, and now they have the idea for a new initiative, which is to resettle Manhattan. It's an island. You can block off the tunnels and bridges and go block by block, clearing out the remainders of the dead. That sounds like a nice title, (laughs) The Remainders of the Dead. So the army has gone through clearing out Zone 1, which is everything below Canal. There's a wall that separates the tamed and untamed sections of the city. And now civilian teams are going through restaurant to restaurant, corporate tower to corporate tower, clearing out the plague-stricken wretches that the army has left behind, things that are trapped in utility closets or whatever. So the book follows three days in the life of one sweeper named Mark Spitz. It's a nickname. And eventually things start breaking down, unfortunately. Hmm. Now, we should mention also that you have two different kinds of zombies in your book, although you actually never use the word zombie to describe these creatures, but there are the skells and the stragglers. What's the difference between them? The skells are your conventional slow-moving zombie that we know from popular culture. And then the stragglers are something I added. I mean, they're basically ghosts. I think when you approach a genre, you want to stick with some conventions and you want to reinvigorate it. You want to pay homage to what's gone before, but also expand the idea of what a detective novel is, a romance is, you know, a horror novel is. So my little variation is the stragglers. And the stragglers are malfunctioning zombies. They're emotionally connected to some place in their lives. And when they get infected, they head there like homing pigeons and then stay rooted in the place that they're connected to. So if you were 
a shrink, you might go to your office and then sit on your lounger and wait for patients who are, are dead, never coming. If you're a radio host, you might head to the studio and put on your headphones and wait for the dead engineer to start things up. <laughs> and so these people are trapped in their rooms across downtown Manhattan, and the sweepers are going to take out this sort of very innocuous variety of, of zombie. Hmm. One thing that's striking about your book is that there often doesn't seem to be that much difference between the living and the dead. The survivors, as you've said, Mark Spitz is kind of dehumanized in his own way. I assume that was a deliberate choice? Yes. The survivors are all still stuck in their old modes. And so I thought that the bad things would come back quickly. All, all the sort of bad stuff of contemporary society would reemerge before any innovation. So bureaucracy, corporate branding, our need for fresh organic produce, which is not necessarily bad, but